Welcome to Extreme Ag's Cutting the Curve podcast, where you get a guaranteed return on investment of your time as we cut your learning curve with the information you can apply to your farming operation immediately. Extreme Ag, we've already made the mistakes, so you don't have to. Managing your farm's water resources is a critical component to a successful and sustainable farming operation. Advanced Drainage Systems helps farmers just like you increase their yields up to 30% with their technologically advanced water management products. Visit ADSPipe.com to see how they can keep your business flowing. Now, here's your host, Damian Mason. Well, greetings and welcome to another fantastic episode of Extreme Ag's Cutting the Curve. We are asking the question, and better yet, we're not asking the question, we're telling you the answer. Why calcium should be a bigger part of your fertilizer budget? Why calcium should be a bigger part of your fertilizer budget? I was going to ask the question, is calcium a big enough part of your fertilizer budget? But both of my contributors and founders of Extreme Ag, that's Kelly Garrett and Kevin Matthews, before I hit the record button said, no, we're going to tell them why calcium should be a bigger part of the fertilizer budget. I'll start off with Kevin um, because you said calcium is my limiting factor and not get enough movement. And after we get to that, we're going to get to uh, referencing what we heard about how Kelly has really made calcium a big priority in his place. So what's the deal? Uh, I've been to, I've been to North Carolina. I looked around. I didn't see a shortage of calcium. What's the deal? <laughs> so the deal is, is we got high mag soils here and very low calcium in our soils and it's it's great if you want to make bricks pine hall brick company has done a really good job they've, they've made a lot of money selling bricks for my red clay at lunch today i had a neighbor he said my grass isn't growing good he said they didn't put lime on it last year he said you're supposed to lime every year and i said well are they using the right lime he said what difference does it make i said well has it got calcium in it I said, we need to be, you need to be focusing on calcium to loosen the soil up and get better. So Stephanie at AgriLiquids, when she and I was talking about our field day, because they're a fertilized company that we do the testing for at the field day, and we're trying to learn what works in the Piedmont area. And one thing when she looked at the soil sample, she said, Kevin, we need to get some calcium uh, in this plant food early on and said it can really enhance and said we'll spend less dollars on the NPK and put more money on this side and we we should be a lot more sustainable and do a lot better job and get a better yield and I said well actually yeah I never thought about putting it there because we you know we're trying to put calcite climb out and gypsum out all that stuff and say no it ain't enough you, you know you need to get it right there a real plant available right in that root zone and so we started doing that and um, it's pretty interesting one thing, by the way, I want to get to with you, I wrote down a whole list of topics that I want to record on. And you said once your closest, your nearest source of lime is probably the wrong source of lime. And I swear that's something I want to get to since you talked about your neighbor liming is I'm not sure who limes their yard, but apparently you have neighbors that are very, very into the uh, oh, best lawn, the best lawn I'm competition. In, in the South, when a farmer retires, I think their goal or they don't really retire. They just get to the point their health don't allow them to work like they want to. But their goal is to mow grass. I mean, it doesn't matter where I park something, dad's going to mow grass and blow it up on the wheels and just coat it down. And then they're going to fertilize the pool out of it. That's Never would they mow grass when we was a kid. We had to mow. 
That's interesting because my wife won't let me mow the yard. She tells me specifically, I mow grass like a farmer. I said, what do you mean? She's like, you just look like you're trying to get it done. Like you don't really care about how aesthetically pleasing it is. And, and she's right. All right. Why calcium should be a bigger part of your fertilizer budget. I've learned a bunch about calcium. We were standing by your grain bins behind your shop, Kelly, and we were uh, looking at this field and we recorded it. And that's where you introduced me to a product called Liberate CA. And you were talking about putting it through your drip. The thing is, that was an experiment. And you talked a lot about movement of nutrients. And I learned a whole bunch that day. Movement of nutrients requires calcium. Calcium helps nutrients move but it also doesn't have to come through the drip. So expand upon that if you would, please. Calcium is a double positive charged cation and it gets tied up in our soils. And I find it so interesting, you know, Kevin doesn't have enough calcium. I've got too much. It's really my biggest yield limiting factor here because being a double charged ion, it wants to get neutral in the soil. So it's gonna tie up everything it can and specifically probably my phosphorus and things like that. But what I find so frustrating is I've got so much of it in my soil, but yet it's not plant available. And I've become of the opinion now that I'm never gonna get enough calcium, magnesium or sulfur because they're all double charged. Sulfur is double negative, calcium and magnesium are double positive. I'm never gonna get enough of those nutrients into my plant through the soil. I have to supplement all of them because otherwise they get tied up so fast they're not available. So that's why Liberate is such an important product to me. I'll put it through the drip, I'll put it in furrow and I'll apply it foliar. And cal you know, a cation is something I always want to apply at the vegetative time. So Liberate CA is on every acre of corn and beans and furrow and it's gonna be on every acre of post-chem application as well. Is it the only source of calcium you use? Yes. And then, uh, the, the person that says this is way beyond me. I don't have drip. You just plainly said you can put it in furrow and you can put it over the top. Exactly. Okay. You need to, you need to spoon feed it and supplement it because you got to have some, you got to have it coming along all the time. You know, you've always got to have it there. Uh, Kevin Kelly talked about the chemistry aspect of it. He actually got a little over my head there for a second. Doubles, double positives, double negatives. Um, you know, you uh, verb conjugation. I don't know. Next thing he's going to start diagramming sentences about gerunds and participle phrases. But the point is, I kind of got what his point is. He's because the person that's down the road says, why the hell are we going out and adding calcium? We've already got a bunch of calcium in the soil. And his point was, it's there. It's not available. You don't have that problem. Yours is not only not available, it's yours is not available because you don't even have it. Yeah, it's not there. But the point of it was we should have paid attention more in school. <laughs> well, that's probably a fact. All right. So, well, I I want, so, I so, so we're asking the question. We're actually making a statement. Why calcium should be a bigger part of your fertilizer budget. Here's the thing. Are we talking about a lot of money? I mean, or, or is it more like this is one of those where you're, you're saving a buck, but it's costing you 10 kind of thing. Cause you're not paying attention to calcium. Is that more the right way of looking at it? The application rate would be like a quart. And I think the retail is about $8 for a quart. Okay. So, and again, then someone's going to say, yeah, but you know what? Every time I tune in, you're talking $8 here, $6 there, $11 here. That all adds up. Am I getting my bang for my $8? I'm also talking about I'm not going to do it unless I get at least a three to one return. Okay. So you think that you can easily punch out a $24 for $8 in investment. Is that true, Kevin? Yeah. I've known Kelly a long time. And if he ain't making money, he ain't playing. <laughs> <laughs> He likes to make money. He, I take his word on this. 
<clears throat> I've noticed that about that guy. He likes to make money. Um, what's your your situation different? Do you have to put more in because you don't even have the calcium to start with, or is it the same rate? Are you doing the same rate in North Carolina as he's doing in Northwest Iowa? Yeah, we're running the court. That's what we're running. This same rate, and and we're also you know we're we're running calcitic lime, we're running gypsum, we're running poultry litter, uh, layer litter, which is high in calcium as well. So we're we're trying to get everybody. And we farmers are great at messing things up. I'm one of the best. I'll get. I will end up putting too much calcium out there, and then I'm gonna have to fight that like Kelly and them do. So I, I, you know, it's just. If, if a gallon's good, let's put two gallons. Yeah, there. right. Well, that's, uh, you know what? You guys aren't the worst. We got a guy named Chad and a guy named Temple that uh, they think if 100 miles an hour is good, 300 mile an hour has to be three times better. So they're they're all about that. You mentioned something to the person that's not ever used chicken litter. You, because the average person wouldn't think that chicken manure has calcium in it. You said layer litter to the person that maybe that went, like was a little bit of a question mark. Explain that, please. Well, that's the eggs. Laying eggs, and uh, you know your eggs themselves is high in calcium, so they're going to feed them chickens a lot more calcium to make a better eggshell, and that's that's what you're why that's normally higher. Got it. Uh, uptake issues uh, when we were behind the grain bins, Kelly, at your place, you talked about uh, calcium helps everything else move. I, that was new to me. Can you kind of touch on that? Calcium is the trucker of seven minerals into the plant, seven nutrients into the plant. And right now, I apologize, I'm unprepared and Evans is not here. I cannot remember all seven of those nutrients, but that's what, what Evans and I talk about. It is the trucker of seven different nutrients into the plant. Incidentally, if you don't know, because you're new to listening to the extreme ag stuff, Mike Evans is the resident <laughs> agronomist. He's the resident agronomist for Garrett Land and Cattle. And I love the guy. He also, uh, he, he, he oftentimes uses sports analogies. Uh, he's the one that gave the foreman of the factory and the factory workers analogy. He's the uh, car battery and giving it a charge and a jump start battery. Uh, he's good with analogies, almost parables. Like he's like that old sage on a hill where you go up to him and he says, "Well, there was once a man who." Anyway, um, he he's got to do that to dumb it down so I can understand it because he's so far over my head when it comes to this. I appreciate he does that for I said he's the smart one and I'm the good looking one. That's what I tell him. <laughs> so here's the thing. Uh, if you're looking for this, you can just nod your head. If you're watching, you might be going question. All right, Kevin, uh, we're going to get out of here. And we don't want to spend all day about this, but I think it's really an interesting thing. I've learned more about calcium. When I joined Extreme Ag and started working with you guys producing this stuff, I learned more about boron than I ever thought I'd learn about. And then I found out that Chad... Chad like sleeps with a, I think he sleeps with a, like a pillow that's got the boron chemical, uh, you know, symbol on it. He loves boron. He loves talking about boron, all that boron, zinc, sulfur. These are things that we never cared about 30, 40, 50 years ago. We really didn't. Calcium is the same way. Uh, you guys are talking about it being so critically important. Is it the most critical of the micros? I think they're synergistic. The balance is what's so important. It's getting everything balanced. What would Kelly, you say? You said, once, uh, you said once, Kelly, that there's no such thing as depleted soils or soil out of balance. Is calcium a big component of that? Yes, it is. And and again, you know, like when I talk about a, a double charge, what that means to me is it's it's just very aggressive. And when you put it in the soil, it uh, it's going to get tied up. 
And so that's why we've got to apply it in, in the furrow or at foliar to make it plant available. And I, I, I don't think I would ever say that one nutrient is more important than the other because it's like Kevin said, we, we're trying to balance. So they're all important to, to get into balance. We want to trying to achieve that perfect balance, which is infinitely variable. We're never going to get to perfection, but great strides can be made. We're a long way from the potential. Kevin, you've got chicken litter that has a component of calcium in it. You've got Liberate CAA from AgroLiquid. Is there another source of calcium that you're using because you have such a shortage of it or your your your, your soils are just uh, deficient in it? Yeah, we use gypsum and then we also use calcitic lime. Okay, you said is, that. Yeah, it comes from uh, a quarry down on the Atlantic Ocean. And I tell people it's basically ground up seashells, but it's about yeah. 15 miles off the coast. Last thought on this, when you said, and I want to do a whole subject on it, your closest lime source is your, probably your worst lime source. I thought that was an interesting thing. Yep. You're, truck, you're trucking lime in from several hundred miles away. Yeah, our, our lime cost, uh, you know, just buying the lime is $12, $14 a ton, but then we got $40 a ton in freight. So our freight is our, that's expensive, but. It's, it's the right product and it makes a difference. I think that we honestly need to do a whole, a, a whole entire recording just about that because that's such a, a big topic that we don't want to get into because we're talking more about calcium. All right, so you use five different sources of calcium, it sounds like to me. And then the next thing is, because uh, I, I, maybe I'm, I need to be educated, is there a crop that needs it worse than others? In other words, you guys threw out the thing about uh, a quart per acre. Does one crop need double that and another one need half that? Does it matter from wheat to corn to soybeans to cotton to whatever else? I I can't, I don't believe so, but I can't answer it. I could be wrong. I've never researched different. I'm, I'm new enough at it, Damien, that I've not researched different levels into different crops yet. Every time we go out, we're putting a quart on. Which begs the question, Kevin, then he's, he's willingly admitting that we're new at using calcium. We found out how important it is, but maybe we're still like in the first inning of this because we are not really sure that we're even doing it right. We're, we're doing better than most that don't even think about calcium deficiency, but we maybe still are not as precision as we need to be. Is that an accurate assessment? Oh, absolutely. Five years from now, we'll be looking back and we're like, you know, hey, look what door that opens. You know, the cal we, we learned about the calcium. We got, we figured out how to balance that. And then we opened this other door. And, and it's just an ongoing process, but it's just so cool to be in the, in the game. Yeah, I think that that's maybe where this thing goes. Like a year from now, I hope that we're doing a, a trial. And that's the, one of the questions we seek to answer. Do, do you need varying degrees? Like we've done variable nitrogen at uh, Garrett Land and Cattle. We've done variable planting rates. Is the next thing going to be variable calcium? Uh, applications because of yield or crop or soil. I agree that that at some point I could see where we're in some way, you know, it's hard when it's all in the same container or, you know, in the same deal, but we're be variable rating everything. Yeah. So that's the next level of management. It is. And I think that's exciting to talk about. Actually, to be honest, I'm, I'm almost kind of excited right now about that. I hope you are too, dear listener and viewer. All right. Why calcium should be a bigger part of your fertilizer budget. Kevin uh, and Kelly just kind of admitted it. We're not there yet. It's the beginning. It's the first inning or two about this. But one thing that you guys both swear by, calcium should be a bigger part of your fertilizer budget. Yes? Yeah, absolutely. 
Kevin took a little Kevin took a little yawn. You can see that he's this yeah. rain day. They gave him a little pause from planting. He's kind of he's like a little tired. All right, that's a, that's an Damon, he's, been, yes. Damon, he's fifty years old. He's been working hard. He's tired. Yeah, I have, we've been going at it pretty dang hard, but we've actually been working on planters all day today too. But, All right, so if you're listening to this, you can't see that, but Kevin's coming from the shop. The sparrows are singing in the background. Kelly's got to uh, Kelly's got to get around. Uh, he, I'm glad that they both took time out from uh, planting and on a little bit of a rain delay to get these recorded. And I know you appreciate it. We uh, we told you why calcium should be a bigger part of your fertilizer budget, or more importantly, we answered the question: Is calcium enough of your fertilizer budget? I think you heard enough to hear uh, that. Uh, yes, indeed, concentrate on calcium. That's Kelly Garrett. That's Kevin Matthews, two of the original founders of Extreme Ag. You can find so much awesome information at ExtremeAg.farm. Go there. Share it with someone that can, that can appreciate this. You know what? We've got stuff on Facebook. We've got stuff on Twitter. And we've got the platform, ExtremeAg.farm. You can also check out our videos on the Acres TV digital streaming media platform. And if you want to take this to the next level, become an Extreme Ag member. It's 750 bucks a year. You will not get any bigger bang for your buck than becoming a member of Extreme Ag. If you want to learn more about what's going on with our agro-liquid stuff, check out our field day calendar. We are going to be at a few of these guys' farms during the next several months. May in uh, in Chad Henderson's, and in June, we're going to be at Kelly Gears. Check it out. Till next time, thanks for being here. I'm Dan Mason on behalf of Extreme. That's a wrap for this episode of Cutting the Curve, but there's plenty more. Check out ExtremeAg.farm, where you can find past episodes, instructional videos, and articles to help you squeeze more profit out of your farm. Cutting the Curve is brought to you by Advanced Drainage Systems, the leader in agriculture water management solutions.